Hello, testing. Hey, this is Alan. Welcome to the Ron Report. Not the Colbert Report. The Ron Report. <laughs> For Thursday, November 30th. It's the last day of November. In 2023. This is called... Um, if I can get to it. Where to put it? Hello, this is called The New Future. What we want makes us more susceptible to what we don't need. That's what I realized today. The thought just passed through my mind, and it was like, yeah. And so I decided to write about it kind of appropriate for the season, don't you think? We buy things to celebrate baby Jesus' birthday? What? Black Friday is gone. But the Christmas sales endure. Cyber Monday. Flash sale. Signs decorated with Christmas decorations, red and green, proclaiming 15% off on everything. That's a deal. Anyways, what I want to talk about, what I wanted to say, well, let me start from the beginning. Somewhere around 6 o'clock in the morning, on September 26, 1950, I emerged into this world. Or as Alan Watts put it, we are not born into this world. We are born from this world. Unquote. Like a leaf emerges from a tree. Yeah. And what a tree it is. the tree of life. With the rich mulch of all the fallen leaves that have come before us, littering the ground and fertilizing our own selves. We are part of this world, not separate from it. I started my journey with a blank slate, like we all do, ignorant and utterly simple. I didn't know how to write my own name. I didn't even know what my name was. I didn't know the name of anything or the purpose of it. I knew the warmth and the love and the sweet milk flowing from my mother's breast. That blurry, hazy creature that was holding me. I sucked and I slept and I had no more desire than to be content. Flash forward 20 years. Now I am a grown man. A young one, but mature, like a sapling in a forest of trees. I have learned the names of many things. 
and discovered many desires. To be successful, to have money, to have companionship, and a place in society. Ah, society, here it is. thing that surrounds us and reminds us constantly of who we are, or maybe more accurately, who we are supposed to be. We're all programmed. If you don't believe me, go to some foreign country somewhere where people aren't at all like you and look around. That's how much programmed you are just as much as that guy who seems to be so different from you. He wears different clothes. He speaks different from you. He has different mannerisms and different thought patterns. How things should be and how things should be done. Endless subtle variations and all of it programmed by the society around him. Just like you. And just like me. By the age of 20, I was fully programmed and ready to go. To be a productive member of my society. There was only one small glitch I was beginning to suspect how programmed I was. And it started with my religious training, which was dense, heavy, and thorough. And then on to public education, all the way back to 123 and ABC. Christopher Columbus and Manifest Destiny and Democracy and Charles Lindbergh and X plus 2 equals Y. Why, I don't know, but it does. All this programming described the world to me and what I should believe in and why. But there was a quiet voice coming from somewhere that said, don't buy it, find the truth, be free. Quiet little voice, right? And that process is ongoing. Now at the age of 73, (laughs) I still notice how programmed I am. And I still attempt to unravel the tangled mass of concepts and presumptions and assumptions that inhabit my brain. I am more sensitive to the ongoing societal programming happening all around me now than I have ever been before, I think. But the process doesn't stop. Logos and pop-up ads when you're just trying to get to the sports scores. Sports scores. Yes, even sports scores. The addicting idiocy of who won and who lost. Somebody won and somebody lost. It happens every time. 
But by this time next year, I will have forgotten even who played. The signage, the verbiage, the incessant blather of the news telling me how bad things are. We're all programmed. And the largest portion of it seems to me is the program to buy stuff. It's all about the money, in other words. This message, in its most devious form, corrupts everything and everyone. We buy, especially at this time of the year, Merry Christmas, ching, things we want, but don't need until our closets are full and our storage units too. Stuff piles up or gets dumped in the trash and winds up in the local municipal landfill. It's hilarious. Good for business though. I forget what my point was. Did I even have a point? Yes, at one point there definitely was a point. I think it was about the new future. What I imagine anyways, when the 22 year olds take hold of it. They will imagine and manage a new world very different from this. That's my prophetic vision. Money is not everything. Being alive is. Systems of commerce are not the most important things. Human beings are. We knew this a long time ago, but somehow forgot, fell asleep, enchanted and entranced by the magical power of the stuff. Cool stuff, electronic stuff, glitzy stuff. Stuff that can do amazing things, granted, but stuff. Just stuff. What human beings really need, let me remind you, is healthy food, clean water, comfortable shelter, effective health care, and community love. That's it. Everything else is mind candy, peripherals, optional, non-essential. Think of wealth in terms of everybody having those things mentioned above. Not accumulating money, but accumulating the general prosperity and well-being of the whole species. The whole planetary biosphere for granola. Why not? I know, it's a wild idea. That's why it'll take the 20-year-olds, or maybe their kids, to do it. We'll never get around to it.